Well, hello and welcome to the Keeper of the Home podcast. Whether you're joining me on YouTube or on your favorite podcast platform, I welcome you. So glad you're here today. I am Cami, your host, and let me tell you a little fun fact about myself. <laughs> I really treasure alone time. I mean, I think about it, I yearn for it, I might even go as far as to say I worship it. <laughs> Maybe that's a stretch, but like, I really treasure alone time. I'm really curious if you can relate to this. Now, I've taken on the identity of being an introverted extrovert, whatever that means, <laughs> but it struck a chord with me when I heard, heard it one time. I do like being around people, but I really like being by myself as well. But you know what? As of late, I have found some error of my ways. <laughs> so I am here today to talk to you about what I now feel is the problem with alone time, especially for homemakers. So grab a notebook, friend. Maybe grab a prayer. <laughs> this one might sting a little and require some self-evaluation, but I promise you it's gonna be worth it. Let's dive into a few housekeeping items. As you probably know, it is cold and flu season, and I've been gearing up for that and having a lot of fun making some natural remedies to support my family during this season. So if you wanna check out the blog, I've got a ton of great ideas for you. This year, I've been making elderberry juice. Oh my goodness, it's so good. Fire cider, that is, it works so amazingly well. Check that recipe out on my blog. I'm doing fermented garlic honey. That should be out in time for this podcast, but if not, these are all recipes that I'm working on and really excited to share with you. It's also baking season, and I have this current obsession with making extracts. So I've been making a mint extract, coconut extract, orange extract, Let's see, oh, lemon extract, so many fun ideas to make extracts, and they're so easy once you like just get past the first one. So check out what I've got coming out on the blog. There will just continually be more as I start making them, but definitely follow me along there and make sure you're subscribed for my newsletter, which I send out every Sunday morning, just telling you all the things I've been sharing that week on my channel, my blog, Tidbits and Company, and of course this podcast. Some other really exciting news is that my sisters, Marcy and Megan, released a cookbook with all of their amazing Instant Pot freezer mill recipes. This book is so incredible and I'm so excited for them. I know they've worked so hard. So my sisters actually teamed up to expand their food blog together. It was first Marcy and I that kind of did it. She did the food side of Tidbits and then um, they opened up a storefront and then pivoted to doing just a food blog to share more of these recipes with more people. So you can go to instafreshmills.com and if you don't know exactly how to spell that, I'll leave a link for you in the show notes in the description so you can just click right over. But then you can look for their cookbook there and other fun products that they're selling that make assembling freezer mills so easy. I love it. What I like to do is make one for dinner for my family that night and then just double it and throw one in the little freezer containers then i have that meal in the freezer to pull out at another time it just it's just a no-brainer it's so awesome and they have like tried and true amazing recipes that will work for your instant pot and i believe even a slow cooker so 
please check those out. Amazing. I'm so proud of my sisters and just wanted to give them a shout out. Okay, so the problem with alone time. Have you ever thought that there was a problem with alone time? <laughs> um, I guess it never really crossed my mind in this abrupt way. However, I ran into an Instagram reel, okay, right? <laughs> you guys are probably gonna start dreading hearing me say that, just like my husband hates it when I say, I, I saw this on Pinterest. <laughs> but this reel, and I wish so much I could find the original account. I don't even know if I was following them, if it just popped up in my feed. I didn't save it, but it floored me. It like knocked me back <laughs> and gave me so much food for thought. But this reel depicted this busy mother with littles all around and her talking about how you shouldn't wait for alone time to immerse yourself in the word of God or into your hobbies or into other things, to not wait for alone time to do these things. And it really caused me to think, well, why? <laughs> What's so wrong? with alone time. I love my alone time. I love to go on walks by myself. I love to worship the Lord by myself. I love to exercise by myself. When I have like a hobby or a project or a book I want to read, I want to wait till the kids are out of my hair <laughs> to do these things. But why is that a potential problem? So think about that for a minute. And I'm going to share with you after kind of coming aware of this, what my thoughts are and why I see it as a potential problem. And it really comes down to missed opportunities. And as someone who like really loves their alone time, I began to see the missed opportunities that I can't get back because I have treasured alone time for so many years. Now, please don't misinterpret what I'm trying to say. I'm not saying that we don't occasionally need alone time. Okay, I really do think it is a good refresher and there may be times we absolutely need that and I will be a proponent of alone time till the day I die. <laughs> but this conversation is really just worth a minute, of, minute or two of our reflection to see if maybe we're not doing things waiting for that precious alone time, or maybe there are missed opportunities because we wait for alone time. So I want to tell this story to you. Um, I, I just have never forgotten this, but this was in my childhood. And my dad, he was such an avid gospel learner, and he would spend several, well, I guess in my mind, it seemed like several hours. Maybe it wasn't that long because he was owned a company. I mean, I'm sure he's a busy man, but it, it seemed to me like he would spend a significant amount of time in his office with the doors shut and he loved to pray, to read scripture, and he just immersed himself in it. And we all kind of knew if that door was shut to his office, don't go in, or if you go in and you see him on his knees, I swear he could say the longest prayers of anyone I've ever known. <laughs> you just didn't interrupt him. You just didn't. And um, I remember asking my mom, <clears throat> because I admired my dad for that. I really did. I thought he's, he's such a spiritual giant. He's such an example to me that he devotes so much time to the Lord or to study. He loved to learn about history. He just really treasured that alone time in learning and worship. Well, so I remember asking my mom, 
mom, why don't, why don't you do what dad does? Like, why don't you go to your room and, and worship? I thought this was a flaw of hers. And she kind of just looked at me and said like, well, someone's got to feed you and take care of things around the house. I'm like, oh, okay, that makes sense. And I'm not here to say like she didn't do those things. I'm just, you know, I have a childhood perspective on all this. I should probably <laughs> talk to her in greater length about this, but she probably did them. And, it, and if I'm remembering right, she just did them here and there. So somehow with six kids, and even when my dad passed away when I was 11, you know, she was still doing all of that, but she would still enjoy the things that um, maybe would have been fulfilling had she saved them in, into her alone time, but she still just allowed them part of her life. I remember she would take us on walks, even though I was like the biggest whiner about it. <laughs> she always wanted my sister and I to join her. Um, if they were like really big projects, like I can specifically rem remember her assembling our 72 hour emergency kits. That's probably why I'm such a proponent of that and have made a class for you guys to learn how to assemble those. Um, but I'm knowing her personality, I bet you she would have enjoyed it more just doing it herself and doing it right and doing it in peace. But instead, it was an all hands on deck event. And we would assembly line everything and get this done for our big family. And she allowed us to be a part of that with her. Now, I am certain my dear mother enjoyed and still enjoys her alone time. The apple does not fall far from the tree. <laughs> and I'm sure there are many, many things that she would have preferred to do alone, but that she included us kids in them. I imagine if she would have waited for those long sacred hours like my dad did, there would be so many things that just would not have gotten done. And I myself, as her daughter, would have missed so many learning opportunities and great lessons that I gained from being a part of all the things that she was doing throughout the day. So thinking on this, I have actually changed some of my behavior and it has been amazing <laughs> to see this principle in action. So I used to, I like to read my scriptures at night and do that kind of, you know, quiet worship at night. I am a, I am a empty my cup and then fill it kind of person, if that makes any sense. Like I need, it's hard for me to focus in the morning on things like that, knowing that there's a to-do list ahead. So I like to check those off and then I can relax. <laughs> but so I do my scripture study and stuff at night. And sometimes there's a kid or two that likes to just come in and plop in the bed and cuddle with me. But I used to just shoo them away and be like, this is mom's scripture time. You need to go. Well, instead, I've been letting them stay. And instead of reading quietly to myself, we read the scriptures together. And that has led to some incredibly tender moments that are like, far more soul filling and connecting than I could ever have gotten doing them alone. And that's not to say that I don't still need some of those alone time with the Lord, but what beautiful opportunities have come because I don't shoo my kids away all the time. And honestly, as a result, I've noticed my younger kids picking up the scriptures on their own now, having learned 
that they're so enjoyable and there's so much to learn from them because they sat with me in my private time and enjoyed that with me. Quite amazing. Another example, I took up daily walks mostly to just clear my mind about two years ago and it was like the time for me to be alone. Like <laughs> my walk was like my super sacred thing during the day. Well, instead, every time before I go for a walk, now I say, does anyone want to go for a walk with me? And how sweet those moments are, holding a kiddo's hand, or finally getting a moment to catch up with my teenagers and what's going on in their life. I just treasure those moments. And I come away from those walks feeling just so much more filled and like I just really took advantage of an opportunity to be with those that I love so much. Instead of waiting for the kids to go to bed to maybe pick up a book or do a project or work on a hobby, instead I'm just pulling all that stuff out when they're awake, when they're near me, and just letting them observe and see how mom can also enjoy reading a book or mom has hobbies. She's not just working and cooking and doing all the, the homemaking things that she, there's another part of her and it's I think it's helped them appreciate who I am as a person rather than just seeing me as the mom and the homemaker. So I think that has had some value as well. And I always find it interesting when they see me do those things, how effective it is to spark their own creativity. Um, I heard a quote once that if you want your kids to do something, make sure they see you do that thing. And it's so amazing. I have so many examples of this, like <laughs> wondering why my kids weren't picking up these drawing books that I bought them. And then I start drawing in them and then all of a sudden they just flock and want to do it as well. It's just amazing. There's another time I just like picked up this random book on Lafayette and wanted to read about it. And I learned so much about the French um, culture and that war and Lafayette and how he was involved with America. And I was like fascinated. <laughs> well, I did this in a time where my kids would see me doing it, maybe between dinner or while dinner was cooking, I'd pick up that book and then talk to him about what I was learning. Well, what happened shortly after that is I saw my 16 year old in her room surrounded by all these like historical books and books about people. And I went in there, I'm like, oh, wow, what are you doing? She's like, I just want to learn about everything. <laughs> <laughs> like, had they not seen me do that, they would not have thought to do that themselves. It's really an amazing principle of action and you ought to give it a try. And sometimes during a busy day, especially, I might have the inclination to just go to the bathroom <laughs> for a long time and just sit there and take a breather where no one can like <laughs> ask me to do anything. Well, instead of doing that to refresh myself, it is always so much more effective to just sit on the couch, pick up a little poetry book or a short story book and gather a child or two around me and read that together. After something like that, I feel way more, way more refreshed than maybe five or 10 minutes in the bathroom scrolling Instagram. I'm telling you, <laughs> good, better, best, right? I used to love going to the grocery store by myself. I actually kind of detest that task of grocery shopping. Um, but instead, it's become a thing that I do with my husband. So rather than doing it alone, we do it on date night or just whenever it's needed. But we do it together and it's almost like a mini date. <laughs> but 
I actually now enjoy that task way more than I used to. And it's in the doing it together that that has changed so drastically for me. One other thing we've started doing together as husband and wife is like doing the, the Christmas shopping for the kids, even if we're doing it online getting him involved and not just taking on that big responsibility myself has actually like taught me to rein myself in. The kids don't need so many gifts. <laughs> we don't need to spend so much money. And then just being more meaningful about everything we purchase is something that he kind of brings to the table. And then it becomes this like shared parenting experience and has made like Christmas morning or birthdays actually more of a unifying thing rather than mom does all that and dad does all this and doesn't even know what's in the presents. So again, just another opportunity that you might think I'm gonna do this alone, but when you get someone else involved, it is so amazing. Maybe even you have older kids and they can help you shop for the younger kids for their birthdays or for gifts or Christmas. I mean, it can really be an amazing opportunity that you might miss if you just want to do it alone. And now this one is pretty extreme, but I gave up public school <laughs> in exchange for homeschool. That's hours and hours and hours of alone time that I could have had that I have traded for never ever being alone. <laughs> and I have to tell you, I see so much more value now in building our relationships than sending my kids off to school to get whatever outside influences there and just to pressure them to shove facts in their brains. Anyway, that's a whole nother tangent. I think I did a podcast about homeschool if you wanna check that out. And I have a class all about homeschool exploration. But anyway, it's just an example of how we think we need all this alone time when in fact, once you adjust to having the people that mean the most to you in your life as much as possible, it is actually more fulfilling and does a much better job at making you a better person. Anyway, I really just hope this was a little food for thought for you today. Our days are numbered, my friends. So seize every opportunity that you can to enjoy and to teach your loved ones because really the problem with alone time is missed opportunities and connections. So don't be too greedy and take too much of it <laughs> because as the keeper of hearts and home, your time is more valuable than diamonds and together is always better than being alone. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. I would love to know your thoughts if you wanna leave comments for me on my YouTube channel, Tidbits and Company, that's where I host the video podcast for this Keeper of the Home podcast. I'd love to hear from you. Thank you so much for your comments. I read every single one, even though I may not get back to you. Everyone is a treasure to me. So thank you so much for joining me. It means the world to me that you're here to support our family and enjoying listening to me. Thank you so much for tuning in and I will be back very soon to share more inspiration for the keeper of the home.